Greetings and welcome back to TanakhStudy.com, the podcast program in which we study Parashat HaShavua over the course of six podcasts during the week in which that parasha is read. My name is Yitzchak Shalom, and it's my honor and delight to be studying the second half of Sefer Shmot with you together. Uh, we are now in the middle of our study of Parashat Truma, which is being read this week. In the first podcast, we took a look at Ramban's famous introduction to Parashat Truma and Parashot HaMishkan, and his uh, definition and his position on the role and function of the Mishkan and its various appurtenances. And then we saw the general presentation of the gifts to be brought, as well as the most sanctified and most central and most teleologically important parts of the Mishkan, which is the Aron, which at the point we defined as being anywhere between one and four components, the Aron with the Edut inside of it, covered by a Kaporet, out of which are formed the Kruvim. Subsequently, in the second podcast, we took a look at the Shulchan and the Menorah, and noted that the Shulchan seemed to be, in a sense, a weaker extension of the Aron, and the Menorah seemed to be a weaker extension of the Kaporet. In the third podcast, we took a look at the cover and the structure of the Mishkan, including the woven uh, co- inside cover, Masei uh, Choshev, with the Kruvim, and the particular fabric materials that were used there, uh, different threads woven together. We will come to those threads again in this podcast. But now that we have the various Kelim, although we have no idea where they're supposed to go, uh, we have the structure of the Mishkan and how it's set up. One thing to keep in mind is if we stand in the Mishkan and look up, what do we see? We see an inside cover uh, above us, which is visible to someone standing inside, with Kruvim fashioned out in uh, on them, uh, which is made up of a 20 amma wide, and from our perspective it's really long, 20 amma uh, strip of uh, the material which is really five strips of four amot stitched together and then there are gold clasps at that point and then there's another 20 but the other 20 actually go 10 on the top and then 10 go down and remember that the height of the mishkan is 10 amot and therefore they go down and come all the way to the ground in the back of the mishkan what that means is that the mishkan is 30 amot long 10 amot wide, and the uh, cover does not cover anything of the front entrance on the east side, but covers the entire back side, which would be on the west side. Now, let's see what we're going to move from there in our next piece, which is in Perak Chafav, begins on Pasuk Lamar Aleph, it's a very short piece, V'yasita <coughs> Farochet. So you shall make a parochet, a curtain, which is made of tchelet, again the wool dyed blue, special kind of blue, argaman, wool dyed a royal purple, tolat shani, this is going to be now a purplish red, v'sheish, which is flax, moshzar, all woven together, linen together, it's supposed to be made very deliberately and thoughtfully to make kruvim fashioned just as we had in the top cover. So this curtain is going to hang on four pillars of acacia wood. And as we've seen that all of the wood in the Mishkan is plated with gold. Both the Aron and the Shulchan and the, and the Krashim 
And now these pillars are plated with gold. Vavehem zahav. We have a new word here, which is vav. The word vav, which, yes, is the same as the Hebrew letter vav, which in its both original text and even in our script is shaped like a hook. It means a hook. And so the has gold hooks on the top of these pillars. And they're going to sit on four sockets of silver. Now, if you recall, the Krashim all sat on silver sockets. That's what held them in place. But each Karash had two sockets because the Karash divided in the bottom into separate staves, split staves. Here, each pole goes into a socket, and that's how it's held. Now, all we're told here is about what, how to make the parochet and how to stand it up, but not where it goes. So put the parochet directly under the gold clasps, which means they're going to be at the 20 amam mark. So if you walk into the Mishkan from the east and look forward, you're going to see 20 amot of material on top of you, and then there will be a parochet. And now there will be behind that another 10 amot. Now, then you will bring me beit la parochet, a curious phrase which means on the inside of the parochet, behind the parochet, eight aron haidut, that aron that we spoke about, vivdila parochet lachem, bein ha-kodesh, uven kodesh ha-kodashim. And it's the first time that we hear about distinct zones inside the Mishkan and their names. One of them is the kodesh, which is where we are standing, and behind the parochet is called kodesh ha-kodashim, the holiest of the holies. And the parochet is there to divide between the two. And now after we put the aron in there, you put the kaporet, the cover, al aron haidut, bekodash hakodashim. And the seeming piece here, and we're going to see the details in Parshat Kudeh, about how, it's, how it actually was put on, is to first put the parochet up, then bring the aron in, then put come in and put the kaporet on it in there, and not to bring it in covered. Now the shulchan will go outside of the parochet, and presumably inside the mishkan, and yes, indeed it will be, but outside of the parochet, meaning in that 20 amah space, and the menorah facing the shulchan. And the menorah will be on the south side. Now if you're walking into the mishkan, and that means you're walking west, so then the south side is going to be to your left. So the menorah will be on the left. And now the shulchan is facing it. So the shulchan will be on the north side. Interesting, there is a word here that is going to be repeated a lot in the Parshiot HaMishkan, and that is the word Selah. And the word Selah, which is alternatively translated, depending on the context, as side or rib, in modern Hebrew, at Selah is a rib, but Selah typically in the Tanakh means a side. And therefore, it may impact on the way we translate the very famous story in the second chapter of Breshit about the creation of woman, that God took at Selah from the man. It could mean he, that he took one side of him and turned it into woman, thus being far much more harmonious with the report at the end of chapter 1 in Breshit also. Parenthetic note. So the shulchan will be placed on the north side, which is on the right. Now, now so far, all we've got is an open tent with no door, and then a shulchan and menorah inside. As I mentioned earlier, one piece that's going to go in there has not yet been mentioned, will be mentioned later on. And then there's a parochet, behind the parochet, the aron with the kaporet. How about the entrance to the mishkan? 
ועשית מסך לפתח האוהל, תחילת וארגמן בתולת שנים ושש מוזר. Same exact materials as we had for the פרוכת, but you're going to make a מסך. A מסך means a cover. Like the Rashbam says, דבר שהוא מסיך, something that covers, the same word as סוכה. A, something that, that protects and covers. For the door of the Ohel, again the same materials, Ma'asero came, this will be stitched or embroidered. V'asita v'amasach chamsha mudeshitim. The parochet stands on four pillars, this will stand on five pillars. V'tzipita otam zahav, again the pillars are wood, are be gold-plated. V'avehem zahav, again they also have hooks to hang the masach on, and the hooks are gold. And now, for the first time, we hear about the role of nechoshet, of bronze in here. Everything till now, all the metals till now have been silver or gold. The silver sockets, the gold plated, the gold of the of the menorah, the gold, gold of the kapart and the kruvim, uh, and uh, the gold of all of the appurtenances of the of the shochan. Now we hear that the sockets for this, which is on the doorway of the mishkan, for this masach, are to be made of bronze. In the next podcast, we're going to take a look at the mizbeach, which is now on the outside. So we're moving out of the center, and we will continue to move out of the center in the next two podcasts as we get towards the end of Parashat Truma. Everybody should have a wonderful day.